It's been a while. This is episode 24 of the I Am Your Friend podcast, and I'm your host, Aiden Licker. What's up, my dogs? Uh, it's been a minute. Uh, I'm going to use this episode as, I guess, the season finale. I don't know how podcast seasons work, um, but on the website that I use to publish the podcasts, uh, you get a season number. So this is the end of season one, uh, and the reason I'm ending it here uh, is because I want to, even though I did just take a super long break from doing the podcast, I want to take a break from like uh, everything um, for a little bit. Uh, I started the podcast in March of 2021. Uh, and I wanted to try to do it on a weekly basis. I did for a little bit, um, while the pandemic was in like a little in-between phase, um, where it was like somewhat safe to have people on as guests, but like, you know, people weren't still weren't really going out all that much. Um, and then when the summer hit, you know, things kind of fully opened back up or, or so it seemed for a little bit. Uh, and we, you know, I got busy with my life. I had a hell of a summer, if I'm being honest. Uh, and I went outside, which I don't usually do. So, uh, you know, the episodes became spaced between a little bit more. And uh, and then I went on tour for five weeks um, and with Super American uh, on that hot mulligan tour. And I got back right before the holidays and the holidays happened. And now we're, um, you know, almost through January. Um, and so I figured I'd do, you know, one, one check in here. Uh, and then I want to try to really start to take this more seriously, uh, for a season two, which is why I think it's good to do like the separate seasons thing. Um, plans for season two. I'll probably start in March again, you know, figure start around the same time or at least, you know, somewhat in spring. Uh, I do want to try to get better lighting in this room. I've been doing some research on like uh, studio lighting and shit like that uh, to have the video podcast be a little bit more enjoyable to look at because um, right now I'm just using the ceiling light in this room and it's terrible and a webcam, which is also terrible. So I do want to try to get uh, invest in a nicer camera. But, you know, these things cost money that I don't have right now. So, um, it's 2022. Happy New Year. I know it's a little late. Sorry. Uh, I love New Year's. Uh, I love New Year's resolutions. Uh, as I used, I used to think it was stupid, right? I was, I was such like a nihilist back in the day of being like, ah, time's not real. Your God doesn't exist. We're all going to die. And this is all purposeless. And maybe, you know, it is, but, uh, I don't know. Why not try to make fun of it while we're here? I don't mean make fun of it. I mean, like make fun out of it, I guess. Uh, New Year's resolutions, they can be fun. Why not use it as a reset, use it as a way to check in with yourself and try something new or try to change some habits you know that's what I'm always going for um so first off you know uh when I went on the tour I went vegan uh for the tour just as like a fun challenge to try um to you know it was cool to bond with my buddy Pat Feely shout out Pat from Super American uh who is vegan and uh you know I just wanted to do it with him and, and and try it out it was something I've always considered uh and I wasn't planning on keeping going but I did really like it um feels good to do 
um, for a lot of different reasons, like physically just feels good. Um, you know, morally, ethically, it feels good. Uh, and I'm, you know, it's kind of inspired me to try to do more shit like that, you know, kind of live, a, try to live a more like wholesome lifestyle, I suppose. Um, but it's cool and it's been fun. Uh, it's definitely way less difficult than I thought it was going to be. You know, what's sick about it is that like going to Wegmans, um, they put all the, the vegan shit in like one place, uh, makes grocery shopping very easy. Uh, and that's the other thing that I really like about it is like your options are limited and I'm the most indecisive person in the world. Uh, so going to like a restaurant and they have one vegan option is sick because it's like, Oh great. Now I don't have to stare at this menu and have anxiety every time, uh, the server comes up to the table. So, um, I'm going to get that, you know, and that's cool. Um, and like I said, uh, physically feel good. Uh, ethically feel good. It's good for the environment, I guess. So I'm trying to do more shit like that. You know, trying to reduce my carbon footprint, I guess, play my part. Um, one of my new year's resolutions is to not buy any new clothes this year. Uh, any clothes that I am going to buy, I'm hoping that, uh, I just buy like, you know, thrifted or secondhand clothes also good for the environment. Um, unless it's like, you know, if I go to a show and like want to support a band or something like that, um, because that part of me still exists and I'll do that. But that's one of them, you know, um, I'm doing dry January right now, which I wasn't planning on doing, uh, until I woke up new year's day, uh, with a horrible hangover and, um, not much of recollection of the evening before, um, which I'll just leave that at that. So, uh, I was like, yeah, dry January seems like a good idea. Um, if you've been listening to this podcast or know me at all, you know that, uh, my relationship with drinking is weird. Um, I don't think I've ever really had like a drinking problem, uh, but I have really bad anxiety. Uh, and I'm a very emotional person. Um, so drinking doesn't go hand in hand with those things typically. So, you know, I've, I once, I went eight months without drinking. Uh, probably would have gone longer if the pandemic didn't hit and I was stuck at home losing my mind. So finally I just had a fucking beer. Uh, and then after that, you know, it was pretty good. I was just having like, I was very good at like controlling, uh, how much I was drinking. Like I would just like, when I first came back to it, I was like, all right, I'm only going to drink beer. Uh, and I'll just have like a few, you know, I'll have like two to three, you know, and just be in full control of myself. Um, and that lasted for a while, you know, and then there was, uh, I'm trying to think, oh, there was a Bills game that I went to with Charlie. Uh, what was that? The Dolphins game, maybe? No. Washington football team. I think it was that game. I honestly don't really remember because I was so drunk. Uh, and I was in the stands, uh, at the game. And apparently I don't remember much of the game and apparently was, uh, going on <laughs> a bunch of rants of how much I hated Cole Beasley. Um, so that's fun to do at a game, uh, for the guy who plays on the team that you're there to see. Uh, yeah. And then new year's was another one. Uh, and there were probably more on uh, new year's. 
I thought it would be, for me, I don't know. I got this idea in my head. I was like, oh, it's New Year's. I can't drink beer on New Year's. You know what I mean? Like New Year's is a classy holiday. You got to class it up a little bit and you got to drink liquor, you know? Uh, So what I did is I bought high noons um, for the first time. I'd never had high noons before. I Maybe I tried one once or maybe had one once, but I'd never bought them before right i thought you these were also thought these were things that you could just buy at any store i didn't know you had to go to a liquor store for them figured that out uh which makes sense because there's vodka in it so i went to the liquor store and i bought an eight pack of high noons uh and they're fucking delicious and that's the problem okay because it doesn't feel like you're drinking a vodka soda it feels like you're drinking a normal seltzer water and it's delicious uh, so I bought an eight pack of those and drank all of them, uh, at the pregame. Uh, and then, you know, had some champagne, uh, at the ball drop. Uh, and then I went out, uh, in Allentown, which was a dumb idea. Cause I spent a bunch of money, uh, and was drinking cocktails and taking shots and, uh, yeah. And, th- and, and, you, and I don't want to do that anymore. That That's it. That's all I have to, <laughs> to say about that. Um, so, yeah, so dry January came right after that. And that's been fun, but it's also been difficult um, because sometimes it's like, damn, man, I just really want a beer, especially when I'm watching like a Bills game or something or I'm at band practice. I did have one beer at band practice, actually, uh, which was great, if I'm being honest. So... I'm probably going to go back to that, uh, just beer rule, uh, that worked out pretty well for me and, uh, just, you know, stick to like a couple, um, just to be in control, but like have a little bit to take the edge off. You know what I'm saying? Uh, still smoking tons of weed and I love that. I'm trying to smoke more actually. That's a new year's resolution. I just came up with that one now. I'm going to smoke more weed, uh, because fuck it because I think I need to, you know? Man, I came home from tour and uh, tour was awesome, by the way. It was super fun. Uh, shout out uh, Super American, Matt, Pat, uh, and the other guys in the van, Dan and Sam. Matt, Pat, Dan, and Sam uh, for the opportunity uh, and letting me come along. Uh, it was it was great. Uh, Pat described it in a really good way where he was like, it's a lot of living in five weeks, you know. Um, it was weird. There was a lot of weird, you know, every day I would wake up damn near like suicidal, just being like, Oh my God, I fucking hate that. I'm still doing this and like all this shit. And then, you know, the show happens and the show is like amazing every time. And then we're, you know, hanging out after the show and we're all having a good time. And it's like, man, this is fucking awesome. I want to do this forever. And then the next morning you wake up, you're like, Nope, hate myself again. Hate being here. Don't want to do this anymore. Um, so yeah so uh it was a lot it was definitely a lot of living in in five weeks and you know traveled across the entire country saw a lot of really cool places um you know first night of the tour uh was minneapolis minneapolis fucking sweet place uh that was like one of the most memorable cities on the tour that i i was there and i really liked it there probably because it reminded me so much of buffalo um it feels a lot like buffalo it just feels like a nicer bigger buffalo like feels like what buffalo could be uh if people cared about it you know or wanted it to be i should i guess i should say i wanted it to if the people of buffalo wanted it to be a bigger thing than it is but clearly uh they don't 
because uh, as we learned in the mayoral election, which I haven't been able to do the podcast to talk about, you know, obviously I was a big supporter of India Walton uh, through that through that election. Uh, and the people of Buffalo decided that they didn't want things to change so much that they were going to do everything they could uh, to make sure change didn't happen. Uh, and that's exactly what they did. And now um, it's like the perfect, it's so fucking poetic that like this huge snowstorm just hit and you're just seeing all the stuff about the snow is getting plowed and nothing get it done and nothing getting done. And it's just like, what a beautiful analogy, you know? It's extremely poetic. It's just like, yeah, that's what you chose. That's what we all chose. This is this is uh, what it is, you know? Uh, things aren't going to change because people are just fine with how it is. People are comfortable enough and don't need anything else, which, you know, I guess I get, you know, I'm 26, uh, so I guess I'm a little bit more uh, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed to be like, we could be something, you know? Uh, and I hope that part of me never dies, but I feel like it's slowly starting to, uh, with the way that everything is. Um, anyway, I was saying, got home from tour. Uh, then the holidays happened. The holidays were great. Got to spend some time with my family and shit, which was cool. Um, you know, and then I've honestly, I've just been, what has taken me so long to get this podcast recorded is, not that I've been busy, not that I've, you know, had other shit going on. It's literally just I have felt completely unmotivated to do anything. Um, that's that's where it's I've been at. I am completely unmotivated to do anything. I'm completely uninspired to create anything. Um, it's wild. It's really weird. I totally thought, like... I was going to come home from tour and just be like, oh my, man, I have these uh, five weeks of, of crazy life experience I just built up and I just saw all these places and met all these people and had all these different experiences and now I'm going to come home and I'm going to be able to just write and, and create and, and do all this stuff and it's just like, no, there's there's nothing going on up there. My brain is like, dog, we're, uh, we're dealing with that a lot. We're processing a lot up there so you go figure something else out uh, in the meantime because this is, we're not, we're not, uh, you know, we're not, uh, can't even think of an analogy. That's how uninspired I am. We're not working. That's what they're saying. We're not working, but, um, it is funny though. So like that happens. So I'm like, all right, you know, I've, I've gotten better. I used to get to a point where like, if I had like writer's block as I would call it or whatever, where I just wasn't inspired to like make anything, I would get so angry. And so like, and depressed because I felt like I was just like losing it, you know? And then, uh, but I've, I've gotten to a point now where it's just like, no, these phases happen, you know, you just kind of have to accept it, especially in like January, you know, January is the worst man. January through like the holidays are great. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to say I completely hate winter. I love like the first week of it, you know? Um, but man, January through fucking like April, it's just the worst. I, I really don't start feeling inspired. I feel like, like on a yearly basis, like I don't like that, like first day of like warm weather that hits for a little bit, you know, that's a day that I'm like, all right, I'm going to drive around with the windows down and blast some music. That's going to make me feel something. Uh, and then, you know, that'll inspire me to do something probably. Um, right now I have none of that, you know, I don't even want to listen to music right now. Like I, 
this is a thing that like I've never experienced like this level of feeling so lazy, you know? And I don't know if it's just cause like my brain is just like processing a lot. Um, or if it's like the weight of everything like in the world, just like on top feels like it's on top of me, you know? And it's just a lot to deal with. So like, dude, every day I punch out of work and I'm just like, I just want to fucking get in bed and just sit in silence and in the dark and do nothing. Like that's, that's really what it is. Like I don't, I would think like in times where it's like, Oh, okay. I'm not going to feel inspired. Like I don't feel inspired right now. Uh, there's nothing I feel like writing about or nothing coming to mind to write about. So I have to go get inspired, right? Like that's what I'm going to take this time to do. I'm going to go consume. I'm going to watch a new show. I'm going to watch movies that I haven't seen yet. I'm going to listen to music. I haven't listened to, um, I'm going to read a book I've never read before. Like all those kinds of things. And it's like, I have all of that at my fingertips, right? Like the ability to do any of that, no, no motivation to do any of it. You know what I mean? Like I sit in silence. Most of the time. I work from home right now, especially because like the Omicron variant going nuts, right? I'm not going to the office. I'm chilling. I'm working from home. Uh, so like I'm alone all day and I just sit in silence, dude. Like for most of the day, sometimes I'll force myself to put a record on just to like, listen to it. Um, and it's because like, Oh, okay. I'm home. My, I have my record collection right behind me. Take advantage of it. You know? So sometimes I'll like force myself to put a record on. Um, but it's hard. Like, I don't even like focus on it. It's just really like noise in the background. Um, I'm trying to like go through like Spotify, like different Spotify playlists of like shit. I don't usually listen to trying to find something. And I, I do that every once in a while, but for the most part, dude, I've got nothing like that. I I don't feel like listening to music. I don't feel like listening to podcasts. I don't feel like reading anything. I don't feel like watching anything. I don't feel like playing anything. Like I just got no motivation. It's fucking weird. It's super weird. Um, and I think a lot of it has to do with like getting home from tour and kind of like reassessing like what I want out of life. Like I've, you know, literally my entire life, my only, like in the back of my mind, or I mean, it's, it's, I guess it's shifted from the front of my mind to the back of my mind for a lot of my life. But like, it's been in there of just like this desire, this dream of just like this rock star lifestyle, I guess I would just put it right. Like, it's just like, I just always had this drive to like constantly be writing, performing in like any way that possibly could. And I think, you know. I got to a point where it's just like, okay, I've been doing this my entire life and I've gotten nowhere from it. Right. Like I put like all of my energy, all of my creative energy into the post-prom album, who you pretend to be. Like I put everything into that. Um, and I, we were, you know, completely on our own in, in putting it out. And, uh, you know, I, I can you know, I took on a lot of the work, um, you know, I don't want to, like, I'm not saying that to like discredit like my band members or anything. Like we all did a lot, but I think they would agree with me that like, you know, I took on a lot of the work to like for the release plan and like, you know, running the social media and trying to like promote the shit out of it, trying to just make it do anything, go anywhere, you know? Um, and it, you know, it, it was awesome. Don't get me wrong. But we, we put it out. We, we got so much love, like more love I've ever gotten from, for anything I've created in my life which was amazing. Um, it was a great like couple weeks, you know, and then it just kind of is gone. And I think that's just like, that's just how it is, you know? And especially in the digital age, you know what I mean? Like people are putting out music every fucking day. Like people are putting out music all the time. 
new songs all the time, like new records all the time. Like, and I know that as a consumer, like I will listen to a new album and then as soon as something else comes out, I'm listening to that, right? And I forget about that other one. Unless it's like a top tier album, you know, like the Turnstile album, Glow On. Like I listened to that album like 200 times. Like once that album came out last year, like I literally didn't stop listening to it. It was always in my rotation. Um, and I know there's a new Pine Grove record coming out in a few weeks that I know is, is probably going to be the same thing. Like I'm never going to get sick of listening to that record. Um, and Story So Far is in the studio again, and I know that's going to be one, you know? So I really wanted, I want to make something like that so bad. So, and I still hope to someday, but it was just like so much of my energy went to that release. Uh, and then, you know, it doesn't, it just kind of fizzles out, whatever. And it's just like, all right, I guess we'll write a fucking another one. You know, it's like, what do you even do? Um, so it, it's a tough thing to like handle, I guess, in my brain of just like, I've just constantly been, I've been grinding my whole life, dude, like trying to figure it out. Right. Like I, my whole focus was, has always been on this one dream of just like getting somewhere, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not even like, I want to be like, and I've talked about this forever. Like, it's not like I, I want to be like fucking, I, I would never ever want to be an A-list celebrity literally ever. Like that sounds like a fucking nightmare to like have people following you around all the time. And like, wanting to know everything about your personal life and like paparazzi and shit like nah dude no thanks that would fuck with my head so bad like no I already like freak out about <laughs> what people think of me like that's just never gonna happen um but like to be able to play like I don't know a 500 cap room you know what I mean if it, you play to 500 people every night that want to hear your music and consume your art uh, and spend their evening listening to what you made. If I can play to 500 people, uh, you know, or dude, even 250 people every night, you know, like on a tour around the country and you're just going and playing a bunch of different cities and you have 200 people coming out to see every night, dude, like that is like, I don't know. That seems like all right to me, you know? Uh, and every time you get a little bit closer, you feel so much further away somehow, you know? And I also think a lot of that feeling has to do with that tour, you know, of being like, it was a real like reality check and like shot to the ego of like, uh, oh, okay. Like I am nobody, you know, I am the merch guy for the opening band on this sea level tour. Um, and now just to be the opening band on that sea level tour would have been fucking sick. And so I was very happy to, to, you know, be a part of that. And I, you know, I did get to play with the guys, uh, for a week because Dan was sick. So, um, that was cool. And, you know, I'm not knocking them at all. I'm like very, very grateful for that experience. It was so cool. I would love to be where they're at. And I think that's really what I'm trying to say here is like, th- I've watched them like as my friends, like, and, and follow a follower and a fan of, super American like I've watched them grind it out for fucking years now and like they just got to that point um you know and it's like I don't know it's I'm like I feel like I'm losing motivation because it's like it's hard to I don't know how to fucking word it but it's just tough man it's draining uh and 
you know, I've been going at it my entire life and there's a lot of things that I wish I did differently. Uh, a lot of things I wish I cared about more at certain times. Um, but I think I'm kind of reassessing all of that now. Um, and what I mean by that is like, all right, maybe like, like the, the thing is like making it, whatever that means, making it right. Like whatever that means at any capacity. Like, I just don't think that's feasible for me. Um, especially after I think going through the pandemic, I probably had a lot to do with it. And just like, you know, when you work as hard as, as I did for stuff and like the payouts, not as great as you thought it was going to be. It's like, it's super discouraging. Um, and I know everything I'm saying right now, can be easily counteracted with, well, yeah. When you think of it like that, I guess, you know, it's like, I get it, you know, and it's like, you just gotta keep going. You gotta keep riding at it. But I also think I have to be realistic and be like, all right, maybe a week, I can just be like a local somebody, you know, that seems feasible. Um, but at the same time, dude, it's like, I think my, like the value that I'm getting out of it has changed too. of like what I want out of it. Like at this point, I think I've gotten to a point where it's like, dude, I just want to make art for the sake of making art. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to write for the sake of trying to move people you know, or trying to express myself like that alone. Like why not just do it for that? You know, there's no reason to ever be let down if that is what you want to get out of it, you know, cause you're going to succeed every time, you know? So the idea, I guess, changing the definition of, of what success is, uh, in that capacity to me. So I don't know. I think that's what I'm thinking about a lot. And I think that's kind of fucking with my inspiration to try to write shit. Um, because it's like, a lot of times when I into like when I went into how I'm writing something, it's like I'm looking at it from a business standpoint and looking at it like how is this marketable? You know what I mean? Is this you know is this what's in right now? Uh like that kind of stuff. And then it's just like I'm trying to like kinda I don't know. I don't know if I am trying to unlearn all that or, or deconstruct that and just try to make art for the sake of making art. Um because I don't know. It's like everything I've known. Right. Um, but I am reassessing all that and trying to, I guess trying to like really just hone in on my craft as an artist. Right. It's like maybe try to like learn how to play guitar differently than I play it now. You know what I mean? Or, or learn more, try to write, you know, try to challenge myself to write outside of my comfort zone a little bit, not necessarily outside of my comfort zone, but try something that I like to consume that I've never maybe tried before, you know? Um, for example, like lyrically when I'm writing, I write very honestly, uh, and very emotionally, uh, and kind of very straight to the point. Like it's not hard to figure out what these songs are about that I'm writing. You know, it's not, um, they're, they're very personal, uh, and they're like really like things that I've gone through. Um, so I'm trying to like maybe get away from that a little bit and maybe it's like, okay, maybe I can just write something that just like sounds cool. Just lyrics that, you know what I mean? Like I'm thinking like 
almost like fallout boy style like you know how fallout boy lyrics like all like mean nothing but they just sound fucking sweet um example the what's that song sophomore slump where it says are we growing up or just going down it's just a matter of time until we're all found out take our tears put them on ice because i swear i'll burn the city down to show you the light like that means all of that is nonsense but it sounds fucking sweet like it just sounds like a cool thing to put on a fucking t-shirt you know i think about that a lot like where it's like i always wanted to do like a lyric t-shirt for the band but like i don't think any of my lyrics like would look cool in writing or like quotable i guess i don't know um so i don't know i'm really i i feel like i'm just trying to find a reason why i've been so uninspired and um there's just been a lot on my mind like in terms of what i'm doing here you know so i guess my my focus right now is just like i'm chilling dude like i'm just i'm unmotivated to do anything so i'm listening to that part of my being that like that is like what i want to do right now is just like all right if i'm unmotivated maybe you know i'm not supposed to be doing that shit right now so i'm just gonna fucking chill um and hang out you know and uh I don't do that a lot, at least not for like an extended period of time. So maybe that's what I need. Um, who knows? So that's where that is. Uh, I definitely like going back to like the new year's resolutions things. I definitely am trying to, um, I don't know. I guess, like I said, like hone in on my craft of like an artist, but I mean that beyond just like writing songs too. Um, you know, I'm trying to learn a lot more just about all the things that I'm interested in, right? Like I'm trying to read, read more books on like, you know, like theory, like political theory and like economic theory. Like I love all, you know, I love all that shit, like in socioeconomics and like, you know, all that kind of shit. I love, I've been reading like self-help books, which I always thought was like lame, but like they're cool as fuck. I and mean, they're just like great to get perspective. So like, I like that shit. So it's like, I don't know, you know, I'm shifting gears for sure. I'm like how I want to, whatever I want to get out of life really. Um, you know, maybe it's not so much performing in a band on stage. Uh, and I'm not saying that like, I'm going to, you know, walk away. Like I'm post problem. Like we're writing songs, like it's happening. Um, you know, that's not going away. I love writing songs with those guys. Um, I think just like the goal that I originally went into that band with has changed. Um, you know, I don't think we're trying to go for it. You know, I think it's really just like, we're just making songs for the sake of making fucking cool songs and putting out cool records that our friends like, um, which financially is a stupid investment. But like, if you don't give that much of a shit about money, which I honestly don't, um, it's just a fun thing. And, and, you know, you'll have stuff to look at forever that, you know, down the line you give to your kids and be like, Hey, when I was, this age or whatever I made these fucking this album with my friends check it out you know um yeah so just like making art for the sake of making art but I also you know I don't know I'm just trying to challenge myself I guess because I think that's the only way that I'm going to like progress as a human being is to continue to challenge myself um and I really am just trying to learn more and really just get like I want to become like lethal in my, I don't know if that's the right word, but in my like 
beliefs and values. Like I want to be so sure about them and I want like all the facts and views and perspectives to like back them up of like how I, what my opinions are on things. Like I don't want just like baseless opinions, you know? And I, I don't think I do have those things. Like I got, you know, I, I have some knowledge to like back things up for sure, but I just want to be like, I would like to become like as close to an expert on, on topics that I find interesting. Um, just to have conversations about them, you know, obviously, uh, I host a podcast, right? And I have these types of conversations. So I want to be able to provide more insight on those kinds of things. Um, and this is what I mean by honing in on my craft, like not just with songwriting. Like I want to be a very good podcast host. You know what I mean? I want to take, you know, if, if I'm not going to make it, like I was talking about, like in a band, like maybe I can make it as a podcaster or a writer in general, um, or I don't know like uh, just a content creator or something like as lame as that idea sounds to try to, I don't want to, you know, say influencer or whatever. Like that's not what I'm trying to do. Um, but I've also considered like, you know, obviously I'm very into like politics and like, I'm very passionate about trying to like change things. So like, I don't know, maybe I could be like that kind of guy. I can be like a political figure or something. I don't know. Um, I feel like every year I'm having an identity crisis and this is the 2022 identity crisis. Welcome. Welcome aboard everybody. Um, Thanks for your support. Uh, but yeah, man, that's where it is. I did try to, I, I tweeted about this. I, I tried to um, record this podcast episode already, um, but I had drank a bunch of fucking coffee uh, and was feeling like hella manic uh, and mistaking it for feeling inspired. Uh, and I just went on this like insane rant about like the state of the world, but like COVID and everything like that. Uh, and then I was literally just staring into oblivion and just like, I don't even know what I just said and I don't know where to go from here. So I literally just like stopped and was like, all right, I, I can't use that obviously. Um, so this is where we're at. Uh, this definitely is going better than the last time I tried to do it. <clears throat> um, dude, I am so fucking over COVID man. Uh, which I'm sure everybody is. Um, you know, my apathy <laughs> for anything is like running out. Um, and I think that's also adding to a lot of the shit that I'm dealing with right now. It's just like, dude, this is a fucking lot, man. Like it's been two years. Um, I'm over it. I, uh, I just want it to be done, man. Like I'm sick of talking about it. I'm sick of arguing about it. People are fucking dumb and I'm just going to accept that they're dumb. Like I'm done arguing about it, dude. Like, Oh my God. I saw this fucking Facebook post. I logged into Facebook. So let me rewind real quick. I, uh, I, I'm at a point right now, right? Where I don't really have anything going on creatively. I have nothing to promote or anything like that. So social media to me seems kind of like useless, uh, for this point. Cause that's really all I want to keep it for. Right. Is like, it's a great tool for promoting your art. Right. Um, I don't really have anything going on right now, so I'll chill with that. Um, so I turned on, so screen time is like a feature on the iPhone where like you can block your apps from allowing you to access them for a certain amount of time. So I do it while I'm working. Um, every day I don't have access to my social media apps, but you know, I get bored at work sometimes, uh, during downtime or something and I'll just fucking have Chrome open and I'll just log into Facebook just to like... I don't know why I do it. I really don't um, because I'm an addict of social media and I'm just insanely bored and it's easy to access and be entertained. 
and that's it. Um, I also <laughs> every day go through my Facebook memories um, to see what stupid shit I posted when I was like 13 and 14 years old and then delete it uh, because Jesus Christ, man. That's the one thing about going, um, you know, <laughs> considering like politics as the future. It's like, dude, I posted a lot of dumb shit on the internet uh, and I think we're just going to get to a point um, eventually where you know, a bunch of people are running for politics that are like, yo, like I did some dumb shit when I was a kid and that's it. Like, and I learned from it. Um, and I wasn't running for office when I was 14, uh, and using slurs, you know, like I was the first that like, dude, like I fucking grew up in West Seneca. Right. Uh, and an extremely like suburban white town and grew up like doing every fucking dumb thing and saying every dumb shit that every fucking white 15 year old in the middle of America did. You know what I mean? Like we all did. Uh, and we were dumb for that, but we didn't know any better. Right. And I think we should be able to discuss that, um, without the fear of me being canceled for it. Right. Like I didn't fucking do anything like terrible to anybody. You know what I mean? But I did, I said some dumb shit, right? I fucking posted some dumb shit. Uh, and I think like we all did, you know, and I think we have to accept that human beings are flawed, uh, especially in the age of social media when we're going to be getting into a point where it's like, all right, if you're going to go dig through my history, you're probably going to find some shit uh, and just know like, I ain't like that anymore. And can we accept that? And can we move on? Um, because like, this is what I'm about now. And this is what we're focusing on. And this all seems like a big distraction and I'm sorry for whatever I did. You know what I mean? Anyway, uh, yeah, so I went on Facebook, um, the other day and I saw a post from a kid I went to high school with who I like this dude a lot. Like when we were in high school, like I got along with this dude really well. Um, and he posted something about, uh, this is a few weeks ago. There was the Boston, Massachusetts, um, announced like the city of Boston announced that like basically everywhere was vaccine required, like any public place. Uh, you couldn't go anywhere without showing proof of vaccination. And this kid shared it and said something like, this is dumb or unbelievable or whatever. And I was going through the comments and there was just people like, can't wait for the revolution. We're, I can't wait for the revolution, everybody kept saying. And I was like, yo. Like, first of all, love the energy, right? I love that. Revolution perks my ears up, right? Gets me all excited. Gets me giddy. Let's talk about it, right? But revolting for that? Of all the reasons um, to revolt against the government, you know, rising inflation costs, rising housing costs, student loan crisis, right? The student debt crisis. I mean, uh, medical debt, right? Rising health care costs. Did I say that already? Uh, the corrupt pharmaceutical industry that's unregulated, you know, corporate lobbying, politicians uh, being able to invest in their stocks, which I know they're trying to fight right now. Like, um, you know, the wages staying exactly where they were. Like, you know, like this whole labor movement that's going on right now, like that's a bit of a revolution, right? For a good reason. Um, you know, like there's all these reasons, right? that we can say, hey, we're not going to take this anymore, right? But the reasons 
that people I went to high school with and grew up with. Like, remember how I was just saying how I grew up in this town and I was a bit of an idiot? Well, some people didn't leave, right? And those people, for all the reasons there could be to revolt against the government, their reason is vaccine requirements in a city that they don't live in. Fucking wild, dude. Uh, And when I read that, I couldn't help but laugh. Um... And, you know, a younger me probably would have commented on it and argued. Uh, But I just laughed and I was like, I'm not going to change anybody's mind in there. You know, these people are lost. Uh, And uh, one one thing that I tweeted that I think is like if if I uh, ever get any sort of like fame or anything uh, and I perish for some reason. Right. uh, There should be. My, this is the quote that I'm trying to coin here. This is my, this is my claim to fame quote is that, and it's probably not that original because I'm sure a lot of people have said it, but what I summed it down to, um, there were a lot of things I wanted to rant about one day on Twitter. There were a lot of things going on, a lot of dumb things I saw, a lot of dumb takes, bad takes from people. And and I basically just summed it up with, you know, maybe, uh, underfunding or defunding and destroying uh, education for decades and then giving everybody unfiltered access to the internet wasn't a good idea. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what it comes down to. Um, and that's just like what I repeat to myself. You know, it's my namaste when people are posting dumb shit. I'm like, eh, it's not their fault. It's the how things led us to be. You know what I mean? It's the systems that were in place that failed us all. Um, and I'm just going to do what I can, uh, to actually find a solution for that somehow going forward. Um, like I said, by learning everything that I can, uh, and having conversations with people instead of like arguing on the internet. Um, it was funny. I, my uncle was here a few weeks ago. My uncle is a contractor, uh, in North Tonawanda. Uh, and that dude, he's a good dude. He's a funny dude. Um, he's my uncle. So I love him, uh, loves Donald Trump. Right. But like, doesn't really know why, you know, he's one of those, he's a good guy, but he's just like, ah, this guy seems to be in favor of things that I might be in favor of. You know, he just watches Fox news and that's where he gets his information. Um, and him and I actually had like a super good conversation, um, which started with me just basically talking about communism um, because I love talking about that because of how many people like have just the faintest idea of what it actually is. Um, And, you know, I know that that is never going to be a thing here, you know? Um, But I just bring stuff like that up. Like just the, the most like far left, like radical idea I can think of just to like, see them react and then start like pulling apart what their thought process is and then going from there. And that was great. Uh, cause him and I ended up having a really good conversation about it. Uh, and my grandma was there too. And she was like, uh, you know, she doesn't know what's going on. Right. She's in her, going to be in her nineties soon. Uh, and she just watches TV. Right. So whatever's on TV, that's all she knows. So like she tries to get in the conversation and she's like, ah, I don't fucking know what I'm talking about. She would never curse, but like, you know what I'm saying? 
So, um, the one thing she did mention though, like out of nowhere, we were talking about, you know, just like socioeconomic issues and things like that. My grandma out of nowhere, this 90 year old woman, uh, she comes out of nowhere with, well, I think we need more black leaders, uh, to inspire black youth. And I was just like, dog, what? Like, yeah, like, that's a good idea. Like, so there was hope for some old white ladies out there. That's all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, man. Um, and that's why I just want to learn because I want to be able to, I don't know, educate feels like I have some sort of like Messiah complex, which is not what I'm trying to go for. Um, but I guess I am trying to like change the world. I suppose so maybe I do. I don't know. Maybe I'm Jesus. That's a joke. Uh, yeah, man. So that's where I'm at unmotivated, uninspired, but still trying to figure something out, right? Still trying to focus in on all of this, see where it's going, see what we're doing here. Hopefully this Omicron variant does seem to be chilling out, which is cool. Um, the vaccines do work, which if you're listening to this, you probably know that already. Uh, you know, uh, maybe, maybe uh, we'll be, I, I think, you know, the way looking at it, like, in South Africa, you know, where Omicron popped off uh, a little bit ago. Like, things are good there now. They hit their peak, you know, so many fucking people had it that they formed a little bit of, like, a herd immunity type thing. So, like, they're chilling. Um, and, and, you know, things are starting to decrease there and things are going to open back up. So, you know, they think things are going to follow suit here, and, and I hope they do. Um, But I hope that doesn't stop people from realizing how fucked up our systems are and the powers that be, uh, because that has all been so exposed every time. Like the, these variants start to like freak out and like get us back in our homes and shit. And then we realize, um, how much things start to fail. Right. Like, uh, like the labor shortage, right? Like when a bunch of fucking people have COVID and can't go to work, uh, and you can't run your operations smoothly, you know, like that's a flaw in the system. Right. Uh, there's a bunch of things, man. And I, and I can go on this forever. Um, and I'm not going to, cause that's what I did <laughs> the last time. But, um, I think a lot of really important things are happening in the world right now. Uh, and I can only, only hope, uh, that it leads to some sort of positive change going forward. But we know that's not going to happen, uh, with Democrats in the office. Cause look at those motherfuckers. Holy shit. Do they not know how to do anything? It's insane dog. The most incompetent people. It's like nuts. Like Republicans are never going to do anything to progress this country ever. They're never going to do anything to make anything better for people, but they're going to get shit done. You know, they always do somehow they're always in office. They're like, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this right now. We're going to do it on the first day that we get here. Uh, we're going to, you know, destroy everything that's ever been done. Um, and, but at least they're doing it, you know, where Democrats come in they're like, uh, we're going to think about it, but we're probably not going to do it. Um, and instead we're just gonna, dude, what's crazy is how much like Republicans hate Joe Biden. Uh, and like, he should be like their best friend because of how much he's not doing. Like, isn't that what Republicans want? Don't they want government like to not be doing shit? Like that's what he's doing, dog. He's not doing anything. Like you should be stoked. What has changed? The gas prices went up. That's not, it has nothing to do with him. So we need to get over that. That really needs to get over like inflation shit. Like he didn't do that. You know what I mean? That was the pandemic and, and the supply chain shortages and shit like that. Like that happened. Um, 
And that's not me defending him. I fucking hate the guy. That's just fact. You know what I mean? But the dude's not doing anything. You know what I mean? There's no new restrictions. There's no, like, the vaccine mandate shit, like, never happened. Like, nobody's got forced to get it um, unless you work in healthcare, which makes sense, you know? Um, And so, like, yeah, like, Republicans should fucking love this guy um, because he's doing nothing. Uh, And that's it. And yeah, and this is why the two party system needs to be fucking destroyed. Um, and that's such a fucking hard concept for so many people to grasp. I feel like a lot of people like hear that and they're like, yeah, I agree. And then come November, they're like, well, I'm, I voted for my party. I wasn't going to not vote. And it's like, dude, what? No, like we all have to not vote. Like we all have to. Like that's the whole thing is that the, we like people don't know their true power and I guess they never will. Cause I don't think they actually want it, you know? Um, and you're like average American voter is just like this very like down the middle kind of guy. That's like already like they're living their life. All right. You know, things are all right for that person, for the average American voter. They don't need much changed. I don't think. Um, and so like those are the hardest people to convince because when people are like comfortable enough, um, they're not going to care and they're just going to do whatever they feel like doing. And that's so fucking hard to figure out. And that is obviously by design of the systems that we live in. Um, and this is, uh, you know, George Carlin already said everything that I'm saying. So just look up some George Carlin rants. Uh, and that's, that's going to get you exactly where you need to be to understand what I'm trying to say here. But, uh, things are tough, man. And, and when I, listen I listen to a lot of podcasts um that are like on you know leftist or you know left leaning um takes and stuff uh and I obviously follow like the progressive movement and the socialist movement and um the working families party I've gotten big into recently um and you know a lot of that focus is like just do what you can locally because it's like that's all we can do for now right and I and we were like India Walton was like was going to be so like it was it would have been amazing to be a progressive in buffalo um to be able to prove to people um what happens when you elect progressive leaders i but that's tough to prove um when they don't get elected because everybody is so easily gives into this fear-mongering you know what i mean and that's what i'm talking about like of like your average american voter like your average american voter is the reason that Byron Brown stayed in office because he like, they were comfortable enough that they don't need any change. They're fine with it. Same thing, dude, with the people who like about like the new bill stadium and shit that are like, we don't want it in the city because we don't care about what it's going to do for the city. We care about getting drunk in the grass and throwing each other through tables. And that is what we need as bills fans. And I'm like, all right, but weird to care about that um, more than anything else but I get it um, I'm never going to stop being an advocate for the Bill Stadium in the city dude and I've been saying that since I was a little kid man like because it's just like I remember like because I used to go to Pittsburgh a lot to visit my uncles uh, or my, my aunt and uncle that live in Pittsburgh and going to like downtown Pittsburgh dude and you see like you got the baseball stadium you got the football stadium and you got the hockey arena literally right next to each other it's so fucking sick and just on the tour that I was on every city that you went to dude, when there was a football stadium right downtown, it was so fucking cool. Uh, because they're always, you know what I mean? Like if they dude, there, I know there was talks of like a potential, I know it's not going to happen, but like a potential stadium going in where the Perry projects are and just be right next to the fucking arena and right on the water. 
and it would have been so sick. And I know that like the logistics of it for like traffic and shit don't make sense, but like you could fucking, uh, you know, the thing is like at the state and the city, like invested in like public transport, which they're never going to do because it's not profitable because it's not supposed to be because it's a public service. Public services aren't supposed to be profitable. They're supposed to be servicing people. But if you did that and you actually cared about it, they would lift the city up so much in the long run. But nobody cares about that because they just want to fucking drink beer in, in the grass and throw each other through tables. Anyway, the Bills are going to the divisional round. Um, I think I'm going to put this out tomorrow, hopefully. Uh, and so they're playing the Chiefs on Sunday. And I am nervous, but I'm also super excited. Um, and go Bills. And I love the Buffalo Bills so much. Uh and I don't know. I just think it would be sick to see him play downtown. That's all I'm saying, dog. Anyway, stay warm out there. Try not to get too depressed with all this fucking darkness that we have to deal with for the next few months. Um, if anybody's got recommendations for me uh, to get out of this weird creative rut uh, that I'm in, I will gladly hear them, but I can't promise that I'm going to try any of them. Um, so that's it. Uh, this is the I Am Your Friend podcast. Thank you for um, to every guest that I had on in this first season, my first round here of what I was trying to do. You know, when I first went into it, I, I didn't really know where it was going to go. Uh, I didn't know what it was going to be about. And now I'm kind of trying to, you know, kind of narrow narrow that down and, and really try to take this more seriously um, when I decided to start doing it again. Um, I have a bunch of guests that I want to have on. If I've talked to you about being a guest before, uh, you know, that's, uh, I would love to have you on. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm excited. Like I said, I'm going to try to get some new lighting, new, uh, camera, maybe some like more like acoustic panel type shit in here. Not that it sounds terrible. It's a decent room, but whatever. Um, I don't know. Just try to like up it a little bit for the next season and uh, make it a little bit better. And and I'm really excited for it. And and I appreciate everybody that is listening to this and has listened um, over the past year because it was super fun. This was something I've always wanted to do. Um, I know I'm just another fucking white dude with a podcast. I know that's like a meme and a stereotype. Uh, but fuck it, man. Uh, I'm having fun doing it and it makes me feel good. So it's fun. It's cool. Uh, what else was I going to say? I don't know, man. I think that's it. Uh, this has been the, I am your friend podcast season one. Um, I'll talk to you guys soon.